Welcome back to the Home Manic. You are listening to the segment on conserving electrical. Welcome back to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet, your family out of the hospital, and be penny-wise and not pound-foolish. So, let's talk about how to keep your money in your wallet as relates to electrical conservation in your house. And the big one, you know, what really takes a lot of, you know, the vast majority of power in your home is anything that's causing heat or anything that's causing cooling. Exactly. So as you look around, you know, maybe you've got computers, maybe you've got light bulbs. They're causing a level of heat, but it's not that much. Electric dryers and yeah, central air. and Central air is the big gorilla. We're going to kind of diss on central air here for a minute, but we've also done some podcasts on swamp coolers versus central air. Right. And most of us are in favor of the central air in spite of its expenses. Including moi. You know, and you can keep your cost down. For example, I think central air is a thousand times better than swamp coolers. But if you're trying to save money and stay reasonably comfortable at the same time, you do have some options. There may be parts of the day when you can just go with a ceiling fan. I think those are awesome. You know, I used to wait until I got hot to turn on the central air, but that's usually in the middle of the day, and the power is usually more expensive at that time of the day, so I've kind of got a new way of saving money, Mm -hmm. and that is I actually turn it on at night, get it really cool, and then turn it off in the morning and let the house gradually get hotter and hotter, but I, I actually prefer it warm. It's a sacrifice to me to have it that cool at night and early in the morning, but my kids love it. Mm-hmm. And I know some women with maybe hot flashes would probably <laughs> love it. And not to say I've never had a hot flash, but I still kind of like my house comfortably warm. Or That makes sense. These are options that we all can consider. I know that you know McKay, for example, will choose, and this is not electrical conservation, it's gas, but it, it kind of illustrates the sorts of choices that we have. She will choose to run a less efficient fireplace in her living room and then not heat the rest of the house. Mm, okay. And, and while the fireplace itself is a much less efficient than a furnace, it's only heating a small area, so now she's got her kids near her and she does end up paying a smaller bill. Yeah, you can sit there and be all cozy and warm. Forces the kids to hang around you and develop a relationship, or they will freeze. Well, and then when you're in your bedroom, you're you're usually under the covers, you know, staying cozy and warm. So these are the kind of options you've got. Central air is uh, much better in a thousand ways. It does use more energy, but you can cut that down by uh, staying on top of the maintenance and using ceiling fans. Let's talk about the maintenance. So do you want to mention first the ceiling fans, why they're good? Because I'm pretty sure it's because they kind of blow the heat down from the ceiling, right? The heat yeah, rises. And... Air movement is a good thing. Does I know everybody that know that? The master bedroom in the house that I still own that I don't live in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that one. It has a ceiling fan right above the bed. And after I tried that once, I was hooked. I had to have that fan on while I was sleeping. Really? And you liked it that? It just felt cooler and more comfortable and and didn't distract you from better. sleeping and oh yeah yeah i i was hooked after no time at all i'm weird about noises like that like even just the noise of a fan just kind of makes me feel uneasy i like silence sometimes yeah yeah so if you're not heidi <laughs> <laughs> oh he's gonna fire me here in a minute yeah uh- <laughs> heidi you're fired 
you could try that, and if it doesn't bother you, yeah, you can actually save some money by turning your AC up at night and using the fan instead. And that, that will bring the temperature down a few more degrees, and you don't have to pay nearly as much for it. Mm, okay. So these are, these are options. all options. Keeping it charged is another thing. Now, you mentioned that your central air had frozen up. One time it did, and I'm not exactly sure why, because it never has since. And, yeah, usually when that happens, it's because we're a little bit short on coolant, and it's an indication that you need to see an HVAC guy. Which, in my case, that wasn't it, because it was when I first got it. Now, would that have been some... That one is just poltergeist in your HVAC system. Ah, okay. Interesting. That one I can't explain. Again, from my own experience and from the, in the inspections that I do... That if you've got that sort of thing going, usually there's something wrong with the system. And it's going to happen again and again each time that you try to use the system. Hmm. And you can use the fan to melt off the ice, but next time you kick it back on again, it's going to happen again. Why that happened one time on yours, yeah, that's I'm going to blame that on Interesting. something crazy. Yeah, I don't know what the fluke was. I, I don't remember all the circumstances to tell you either. Again, as I mentioned, for the furnace, it's all about airflow. The same as the case at your central air unit. The air comes in the sides and it goes out the top. And the easier it is for that to happen, the more efficient your system is going to be. So move away the furniture if it's blocking yeah, your intake vents. Yeah, move away the furniture, the <laughs> vines, the weeds, you know, the trash. I quite often see where cotton trees have deposited the cotton. Oh, yes. Into the grills of AC units. And those things just can't breathe at all. You've got the cotton, you've got dust. You know, if you've got a magic wand and you can eliminate all cottonwood trees within 10 miles, mm -hmm. use your magic wand. All right. If you don't have the magic wand, you're going to have to do some other things. How important is it to cover those up in the winter? Does it matter? You only have to protect them from icicles from above. Okay. A swamp cooler cover is not going to do much for you at all. Okay. Same with the AC, central air units outside? Yeah, yeah that's, what, that's what I'm talking about is the central air oh, okay. condensers outside. All right, perfect. So it needs to be charged. Obviously, if you've got less coolant in there, it's going to have to work harder with what little coolant it has, and that's going to raise your electrical bill. Similarly... So it, does the coolant have to be replaced frequently? It's not something that just automatically stays in there? If something goes wrong and you lose some coolant, it should stay in there for at least five years. Okay, but you need to get the HVAC guy out there, and he'll do a service on it and make sure your coolant level is what it should be and make mm. sure there's no other surprises. Now, in one case, there was an AC unit that had a bearing that was bad. Oh. And so the mere act of the electrical forcing that fan around in its circuit, the bad bearing was resisting that movement, so uh -huh. that caused the electrical Ah, demand to go up. I see. So basically, you know, anything that's wrong with the AC unit, you end up paying for it in electrical costs. Mm, so instead of getting it fixed, your bill just goes up, and yes. then eventually you decide, hmm, maybe I better and, put out the bucks and get it fixed. And yeah, service. You're paying a high interest fee until you actually repair the unit, and if you go long enough, then you just got to replace the unit. Well, you are doing a good job of informing us. And then I'm thinking, okay, the next worst case scenario is that it either doesn't work and then the uh, the wife swears at you and you lose your spouse 
And or you start a fire and the house burns down. Wow. Stakes are now really high. I'm getting that service guy out here. Here's the $10,000 fix. You would think that Garth was an AC serviceman. You would think. You would think. Speaking of AC servicemen, yeah, it's got to be in good condition. And the serviceman can go in and take a look at those fins and clean those out. If you want to do it yourself in between service visits, you can do that with a shop vac. Make sure you don't damage the fins. Do you take the cover off to do that? No. If you know the AC unit's going to be off, you know, make sure that you mm-hmm. underline and bold and italic that. If you know that the unit is going to be off, off, then you can hit it with a hose. And really? You can, yeah, you can just wash off all that dust and cotton. Even and, on the inside? Uh, you only need to hit the fins. The, now, when you're talking about fins, there are like fan blades that are inside. Are you talking uh, about that no, when you say fins? No, all of the guts or? of the AC unit you can leave alone, unless you've got like dead mouse carcasses in there. Oh, then... I don't know what I've got in there because I've never taken the cover off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the fins are where the air comes in on the sides of the unit. The only thing I've ever had is morning glory growing up there, and trust me, oh, I do yeah. pull it off. Morning glory and it likes to cling and to those and weeds, they are death to your electrical Yeah, bill. they like to climb up on mine occasionally, and I like to pull them off. You I know, that. that that might have something to do with why you had a one-and-done ice event. I don't think so because, see, this I'm not kidding when I say it was when I first got it. I mean, within uh-huh. the first two oh, weeks of when true. I got it. There okay. were no weeds at that time. So we still haven't figured out. No, we haven't. I'm counting on you to find this mystery and let me know the secret. But Yeah, well... I'm In the meantime, back to our saving electrical. <laughs> Other things you can do to keep your central air bill down, shade trees. Oh, yes. Those are great. Now, make sure as you're planting shade trees that you select well. I did an inspection yesterday where we had a bunch of quakies right next to the house. We had some pines, again, right next to the house. They were damaging the house. They were damaging the roof. They were letting critters onto the roof. That house, I didn't have the heart to tell them, but they had so many mouse trails in the attic. Oh, and you didn't have the heart to tell them. What what a sweetie you are. <laughs> I had no. already told them so much. <laughs> hey, you know, um, and I know, you're, I know you're full disclosure on stuff like that, so that's why it really surprised me. But as far as the quakies go, too, the other problem with those lovely trees, I used to have one in the front of my house, and uh-huh. it got diseased. They're prone to disease. It had those little runners that kept going everywhere and shooting right. up. And finally I had to tear the thing down, and then I missed my beautiful shade tree. So, yeah, choose wisely when you choose your trees. Quakies are weeds, yeah, not something that I would recommend or pretty much anybody else who's in that yeah. sort of business would recommend for there are a lot of other choices poplars for example yeah are also not good choices for trying to keep your electric bill down because they grow fast and then they die and they're they great for on. a back line fence right i mean if you want trees to they, grow up on the back side of your yard and... yeah as long as they don't get in the way of any electrical lines okay and we'll actually do another segment on trees. All but right. You can do shade trees. You just want to make sure that you select them well and you put them far enough away from the house so they're not going to become a different set of problems. Properly placed. Right. You can modernize your windows. I'm providing women everywhere with justification for upgrading the windows. Yeah, this is the $10,000 <laughs> fix, by the way, though. <laughs> yeah, it really is. It's not the $10 fix. Yeah, and to me, a window, I have to admit, a window is kind of like a muffler. I don't want to spend any money on it. <laughs> Shucks. They're so, I've got newer windows in my home, and I have loved it ever since. Yeah. Remember when I told you noise distracts me? It actually kept out a lot of the street noise that was uh-huh. bugging me at night and the wind noise. Right. Yeah. A good double pane window. going to keep your bill down. It's going to keep your sanity. 
I don't know. Is your sanity down or up if it's good? I don't like that eerie feeling of wind blowing through the cracks of my windows. So yeah. it has it definitely has increased my sanity. You can modernize your windows. Next thing you can do is you can take a long, hard look at your attic insulation. Now, depending on what area you live, for example, where you and I are, it's not uncommon for a well-done house to have an R60, which is going to be a little over 20 inches of insulation. Oh, wow. Now, if you're in Southern California or Florida, you're thinking, that's insane. Yeah. If you're in North Dakota, you're thinking that's probably not enough. So, you know, that can be very dependent, but you at least want to go up into your attic and know how much insulation is up there and consider. And there may still be, at the time you're listening, there may still be national programs where you can get more insulation blown in either for free or for cheap. Yeah, I love those incentive programs through your power company. It's surprising. They came to my door and I was thinking, oh, come on, get away, get away, get away. And they actually pretty much did give me my insulation for free. Yeah. So be careful who you let in, of course, but it might be legitimate. Well, you let me in, so there goes that idea. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, goodness. The next item is attic ventilation. That can actually help. Usually they're the little boxy vents that are up near the crest of the roof. And a turtle vent is going to be just a hole in the roof covered by... It looks more like a turtle shell on the roof, only it's right. square. It's square. Yeah. There's no moving Ish. parts. It's a very simple sort of a thing, and that's why they call it a turtle vent. But you've got the turbine vents, the ones that spin in the wind. You've got attic fans that actually blow air out. You've got gable vents. There are a number of different kinds of vents. And to some extent, I don't really care what kind of vent you have, but you need to have enough ventilation. It's almost good to have all of those, really, isn't it? One of each. That would certainly give you a unique house. The type that turns on when it gets a certain temperature in the attic and blows it out. There you go. That is probably the best because then you know that when you need it the most, you've got a Superman vent up there doing the job. And the turtle vents can assist with that, too, just because they allow for the airflow to go through there and get out. Yeah, then you've got soffit vents and gable vents and... I think we have a discussion about ventilation in another sounds, one of the segments. Sounds like a full podcast session. Yes, but I guess what I want to be clear here is if you don't have enough ventilation, the sun's going to hit your roof, it's going to bake your roof, the heat's going to go into your attic, and if that heat cannot escape, then it's going to bake the attic, it's going to bake the roof, and it's going to bake the house. Not fun. Not fun, and it's going to cause your electrical bill to go up. And your roof bill. And your roof bill, yeah. Your 30-year shingles are going to turn into 12-year shingles. Yeah, that's not cool. Yeah, that home I inspected yesterday, that was a 30-year shingle. It was 16 years old. I told them they had a few years left on it. Oh. Again, that was because of an attic vent ventilation thing. Another item to be aware of if you want to keep your electrical use down Mm. and your electrical bill down. One thing you could consider, now you mentioned the attic fan that's on a thermostat. You can actually go with solar vents that provide their own power. Oh, wow. And those are kind of cool because if there's sun, there's heat. And that means that the power source for blowing the air out is already right there. Ah. Uh, so solar oh. vents are kind of oh, cool. Oh, cool. So it is a fan, but it's turned on by solar power. Right. Oh, fascinating. So anytime the sun's out, which is when you need it done, you've got the power source right there. Garth is an encyclopedia of vents today. (laughs) (laughs) The encyclopedia of vents is struck once again. Okay. In the next segment, we're going to talk more about insulation. We're going to talk about other ways to save electrical and uh, keep that bill down. Light bulbs too, Heidi. I know that's Mm. one of your favorite subjects. Oh, yes. 
I'm picky about my light bulbs. I'm kind of mad that I may not have as many choices, frankly. <laughs> More information on the website, homemedicworld.com. And there you can go and discuss all of... Did you say homemedicworld.com? I did. We changed Wait. it from Home Medic USA to Home Medic World. Wow. And you can get there either way, but it will be Home Medic World. Likey. Yes. Homemedicworld.com. You can get there either way. We'll dispense with your mansion again. Finish, I'm Heidi. cool with that. Be yourself, Heidi. Everybody else is taken. Hi, this is Julia McKay with your Natural Solutions Tip for the Day. Today we're going to share a very special oil. It's called the doTERRA Console Oil. And this is an amazing, amazing solution. If you're having feelings of sadness or you need comfort or hope, it counteracts negative emotions of grief, sadness, and hopelessness. And you know, these oils are really, really amazing. You put a couple of drops in the bottom of your feet, and it really, really does work. If you would like to know more about Console, please contact us at naturalsolutions at homemedicworld.com.